Tonesty, how are you? Welcome to the Candlelit Tales podcast. I am sitting down in my bed, actually. I'm a little bit sick and Sorka forgot to do the intro to this podcast, believe it or not. So we're not in the shoppers. Um, so apologies if you hear any strange noises of my housemates. Now, the reason we're doing this podcast is because it's a special edition sleepy podcast hence the reason we're in bed i'm gonna to listen to this story it's just Sorica telling a story and rue o'shea a fun sheen sound well he's gonna play some sounds if you like it well let us know you can support this podcast by going to patreon.com forward slash candlelit tales you can catch our live events and all the other interesting things that we do up on social media or candletales.ie. Now, if you want to come to the storytelling sound bath in Ramla, Dublin, that's on the 1st of March in Yoga Dublin, Ranald. You. Loads and loads of loads of gigs coming up in March as well. So, uh, yeah, check those out. On CandidateTales.ie or Facebook or wherever you get your Instagram needs. But enough about the plugs. We just want to hear a story, don't we? Just FYI, this podcast was produced and edited by Oshin Ryan. Sarka told the story, my sister, and Ruoshe played all the sounds and music. Sit back and enjoy. And remember, there won't be a post-show conversation after this. We'll get to it again in a different episode. This one is just going to fade out. You know, Doctor. She's the sister of the king. Your king. And she is his chariot driver. And she is your friend. You are one of the people of her tribe. And you dwell at Awan Maka, just as she does.
No matter your rank or your wealth, your dress is simple. A long linen lena, a woolen cloak worn. Because all your wealth is worn in the jewellery at your wrists and at your throat and in your ears. Copper and silver and a little red gold. Dectora has called on you to come to her, to gather, because today is her wedding day. And you think that you are there to help her get ready, to tie back her hair to make sure the colour in her cheeks and the sparkle in her eyes is what it should be for a bride. But when you get to her grianon, her sunny chamber, she turns to you with a steady gaze and she says, today is not my wedding day. I am going to my grandmother's country, to the land of the Tuatadannan, to the other world. Do you want to come? And with that, she turns and steps through a place where you thought there was a wall, but now you see that it is made of mist. follow your friend Dectora into the other world.
you pass into the other world, you find a place that is like and unlike your home. It is green as home and as lovely as home, but the colors here seem somehow brighter. The air is sweeter, full of melody. There was always a fragrance on that air. A fragrance of blossoms. The trees are laden with flower and fruit, all in the same season. That perfumed air is never too cold, never too hot. The breeze is always soft in your hair and on your cheek. And Dectra leads you to a house. The house of a man whose face shines like the sun. The house of Lu Lo Father. He offers Dectra a cup full of wine. It smells of summer far away. She drinks it down without hesitation. And the wine of the other world has a seed in it. And Dectora swallows that seed down into her belly where it takes root and begins to grow. And you too are offered a cup of wine with the bubbles winking on the, on the brim. And you know there is a seed of the other world in that wine. Will you drink it? After a time in the other world, it feels somehow brief and eternal all at once. Dectra declares that she is ready to go home. And you find you yourself are missing your loved ones. And so you follow her. But the way back is not so easy as the way here. Dectra explains to you, you must bring your loved ones to the house of Lou so that they can guide you home. 
And to do that, you must take a form that can travel between worlds. And so saying, she shows you. And you follow her as she changes her shape into the shape of a bird. You can feel the feathers sprouting all along your skin. Not an uncomfortable feeling, but a little strange, a little different. As you move your arms now, you find it is the most natural thing in the world for you to give a jump and take to the air. And you can feel the air rushing through feathers. You feel sure-footed, but it is not your feet that guide you, but your wings that carry you clutch the air as if it is water and push you through it as though you were swimming but lighter and freer than you have ever felt before. You see your loved ones and call to them but your voice is the voice of a bird And so when they follow you, they think they are hunting a bird. They chase you and you lead them over valleys and hills that are familiar to you, though strange, from this new angle. You lead them by these paths to the house of Lu, Love Father. And there, Dector leads you to transform again, to come back to your own shape and your own skin. Your loved ones do not recognize you because your time in the other world has changed you. You bring them into the house of Lou for a feast. You all eat, you all drink, you all make merry, and you all fall asleep together.
when you wake, you wake at home in a world that is familiar to you. Your loved ones, they know you again. They're embarrassed to having mistook you so easily in the other world. And as you stand in the land that is your home, that is your own, you can feel inside you that seed of the other world. You carry it with you now because you have been there. You have tasted the wine, you have eaten the fruit of the other world. You can carry it with you always. Or you can nurture it and find out what it is that will grow. <laughs>